Good morning, sports fans. How y'all doing today? This is Barrett Matlock from Matlock Academy. I want to reach out to all y'all today and just to see how everything's going today for you. I hope y'all are striving to get better. It's Big Friday. I can't wait. I'm so happy today has come. So happy that I've been blessed to be here. If you have any questions, comments, anything you want to talk about when it comes to basketball or just how you live your life in general and how you can affect your mindset to change, you know, all of the greats, okay, if you, if you are worried about mindset, you know, if you believe that you're mentally holding yourself back during games, well, let me tell you, the number one thing you can do outside of working on your craft is drinking from good books. It has been said that the all-time greats, people who transcend time and culture and any type of person, the all-time greats, all of them have drank from good books. If you increase the type of person you are and you better yourself, you will be amazed how that will translate over to your game. It will allow you to better showcase the skills that you have and finally unlock that untapped potential that you always knew you had. This isn't rocket science, it's about being a better person. Now, let's also remember Basketball is a game of little skirmishes. I touched on this in a couple of posts, one recently and one when I first started this channel on Instagram, Matt and Caddy. If you want to go follow on Instagram, I'm putting up a lot of videos that help you get better at your game with drills, moves, and other players to you know, see what they do great and see if that emulates or comes close to what you want to do. So, back to basketball being a war of little skirmishes that make up a bigger war. Basketball has, whenever you go into a game, there's always two sides. And one always wins and one always loses. And the one that loses tries to find moral victories and all these other little things. But in the game, there's a finite game that we're playing, that we are winning and losing, okay, and there's little skirmishes, and each game is a battle throughout a season that makes up your whole war, we call our war seasons, and so that is a very infinite game, if you realize this, your high school team, your college team, if you're lucky enough to go pro, your pro team will more than likely be there before you leave and after you leave. So it's all depending upon what you can do to further the game. I believe that is what the great coaches have done, is finding ways to further the infinite game. It goes back to game theory. There's two different games, the infinite and the finite. The finite is the here and now. Each battle that you're a part of this war, that is a part of this campaign, really, really defines who you are. 
Are you a person who looks out into the future? Or are you someone that's very, you know, right here, right now, this is what we have to focus on, and only that. Don't worry about anything. Win at all costs. And so we're going to go into the win at all costs mindset a little bit today. And I'm going to tell you why I believe that if you try to win at all costs, that all that matters is win. I believe that you lose way more than you actually win. But that's coming up here shortly. Let's have a great day today. And welcome back to the Big Friday Show at Matlock Academy. This is Barrett Matlock. So, in talking about the winning at all costs mindset, I believe through all the research I have done, through all the great sports teams and businesses, primarily in basketball, the great teams were not built overnight. We talk about, nowadays, Golden State. The Golden State Warriors are how they are a super team. Mind you, that might be one of the best examples of playing the long-term game. And here's why. They didn't trade for Steph Curry. They didn't trade for Klay Thompson. <clears throat> and they didn't trade for Draymond Green. All three of those players showcase what great draft picks and draft choices are. Can you imagine drafting Steph Curry with all the stuff that he went through with ankle injuries, being called undersized, all of this? Would you imagine that drafting that player outside of your organization, looking at him like they made a mistake? And at the end of the day, that that was one of the best draft picks that will probably ever be talked about. It'll be talked about the same as when they picked up, when Cleveland picked up LeBron James, or when Cleveland picked up Kyrie Irving, or when Chicago stole Michael Jordan for his pick, or how the Lakers traded away their pick to get Kobe Bryant. That that is unbelievable how to build a team right there and at the college level the best version I've ever seen of this was Coach Calipari Calipari my bad so Calipari has built an entire organization in which all of them every year are becoming phenomenal players at the upper levels And, you know, I loved how everyone used to say, oh, the one and done will kill, kill Calipari. And, mind you, I think Calipari is playing an infinite game. He is playing for a, he is coaching for a why. And all of his players have had a why. Why are you playing? I think all of the greats have. You know, where it came from, you know, when Michael won his championship right after his father was died, before he went and tried out baseball. No one thought he could play good at baseball. And you know what, the thing that drove him that entire championship series was unbelievable. And the amount of emotional 
investment that Michael Jordan made, you could see as he is laying there crying with the trophy. And this isn't the crying, you know, I won, yes. This is uh, anguish, like an unrequited anguish that will never get fixed again. And he'll always have it. And I think that that's when you show the most maturity you have, is how you handle your hardships. And so, when people reach hardships, the mid-major schools that are just right there on the cusp that are trying to make it, it really points out of who you are. Do you cheat to try and get the better ball player? <clears throat> or do you have enough trust in your coaching staffs and all that to coach a better team? I mean, we can see, you know, Cal Perry when he was at UMass. UMass was in the 200s in rank, and he brought them all the way back to a Final Four. That's unbelievable. Now, he had some great players and all that that were there before, and the coach that set him up for his greatness, you know, really did a good job. You know, the Mark Jackson of UMass. <clears throat> but you still have to, you know, respect the greatness. So in the next little bit, we're going to talk a little bit about what you can do to get better and to get prepared for whatever level you're playing at. So, a little bit more on what you can do to get better. There are a million things you can go watch on YouTube, and there will be some of my videos up pretty soon on drills and such that you can use to get better in basketball. And we talked about today getting better in general, as in like life goals that you need to have for yourself in order to get better. I can't promise you that you'll be Michael Jordan nor will I ever promise you that. What I can promise you is, is that if you work on your craft and you are smart about how you work, then you will become one of the best versions of yourself. That is the number one objective of any person, is to become the best of themselves. If you try to become the best of someone else, you're not gonna make it. If you're trying to compare yourself to, you know, if you're 5'8 and can't touch rim, you should not be saying, hey, look at Michael Jordan or look at LeBron James. No, it, it, it makes no sense for you to do that. So, now back to a couple things to get better. Any workout you do in the gym when it comes to basketball or weights, should take no longer than an hour and a half for the actual workout. You might have 15 minutes of warm-ups and you should always stretch, 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 stretch as much as you can in order to prevent injuries. You know, if you're not stretching enough, your body's muscles will become too tense and you'll have a possibility of you know, tearing or pulling something which will sideline you for a little bit. And we already know through, you know, just do it in yoga. If you don't work for a month and then you go out and play, we call it, you know, you have to get the rust off. Well, it means that your skills have gone down because you haven't worked on them. Just the same as if you're in a relationship for, you know, two years, and then all of a sudden you get out of that relationship, 
you're, you're going to be rusty when it comes to talking to girls or guys. It, it, it's just a, it's a fact of life. Okay? So, and that's why they also say consistency exceeds intensity. Now, the workouts that I do with our collegiate players are extremely intense. However, they are extremely consistent. Our workouts tend to try and simulate basketball and in the game situations as much as possible. If you think basketball training is, you know, I'm gonna go to the gym, I'm gonna, the first shot I'm gonna put up is gonna be from about five feet behind the high school three-point line. So I'm gonna clink off the rim, then I'm gonna go walk on over to it, get it again, and knock off. I got one of 500 shots up today. That's not working hard, okay? When you go into a gym, you should do a, a warm-up that gets your blood going a little bit, gets, you know, just a light sweat, you know, just that way you're ready, and that's how you should be before every single game you play, is having nicely, you, know, you just broke a sweat. Otherwise, you're gonna be trying to break a sweat when game time comes, and if the other team is warmed up well, well, you're playing catch-up. Because they're already warmed up, ready to go. All right, let's hit it. And you're still trying to get there. Next is, is you should do some form of form shooting or ball handling. You know, I tend to do ball handling first to get it out of the way to, to build handles. So during the drills, you, know, you, get, you have a little bit of work with your ball handling already. So you get, you know, percentagely better during the drills. Next is you do some type of shooting. You also do conditioning, okay? And so in an hour and a half, you should be able to get about a thousand reps of dribbling, about 500 shots up, there are game speed, game actions, by yourself, mind you, and then have more, then have about 20 minutes left over to do conditioning, and or apply those skills in a game situation. So go and playing a pickup game and trying out the new move you want to work on. You have to be smart in also how you train. If you're not, then you're just wasting your time. Again, not really saying that you can't get better, but you won't be as efficient with your time, which then leads you to do things in which don't exponentially get your game, grow your game. Much like how I say, and you can go out and shoot the 500 shots and get 0.5% better that day. Mind you, you're gonna have to go out there every single day, do the exact same thing, and then when it comes time for the games, you're gonna have to then acquire the skills to apply them to the games while you're playing which means your numbers won't be as high to start with, which then means if you're turning the ball over, if you don't have a good ball handling, you cannot actively show the coach that he can trust you on the court, which then means you get less time, which then also deals with your psyche of, oh, coach isn't playing me a lot anymore, or, you know, I'll never get my shot, you know, what's gonna happen? And then if you keep doing the same thing, that's your own fault. You know, they say that you know stupidity is doing the same thing. Sorry. 
not stupidity. Insanity is doing the same thing over and over and over again and trying to think you're going to get a different result. So this message isn't for the one or two people out there or the hundred, the top two percent of all high school athletes or middle school athletes that get it, that you have to do actual skill. It's also for everyone out there who, you know, they go to a skill development guy and they think that's all they have to do. No, that's not all you have to do. Guys in the profession of skill development, or in my profession, player development, which is a well-rounded, a whole player, not just the skill aspects, because there's a whole bunch of different things you have to focus on outside of your skills of how to dribble, shoot, and pass, really. Three skills that you have to master. And yes, a trainer can absolutely help you with those, but you also need to learn how to a better person, benefit to society, leave a legacy. That's one of the major things. We don't talk about many people from 1950 who won the Rookie of the Year award, do we? Or 1952, third team all, all NBA? Or the, how about this? The All American High School athletes from 1964. Or how about who was the number one team in NCAA football in 1968? I can guarantee you the same thing will happen when it's 2050. Who's going to remember, besides a couple of us, who the all-American high school baseball star was in 2018? No one. Who will they remember? People that transcend Sports. The Lou Gehrig's. Okay? Maybe, you know, you don't want to be known for that. But Lou Gehrig's, his speech that he gave at the end of the game, transcended basketball. It's one of, it's one of the only sports pieces of history that I ever learned about outside of athletics. Outside of my own personal... It was, I studied it when I was in sixth grade. We watched him give this speech. And we all knew that he died from this disease. But he was able to transcend. Much like Jimmy B. His speech at the ESPYs was unbelievable and transcended sports. So, now, you want to be great. But at the same time, that's a very micro approach if you're going to just work on your skills. You want to look at the macro, the big picture of how to get better, which is through hard work, you know, four or five days a week of an hour and a half training, getting really good and just going so you can master your craft while also trying to build the best man that you can be. That is the if that's the one thing you can leave me with today, that is what I want you to leave with today. That is the one thing I wish every person could understand fully. If every single person listening to this podcast fully grasped what I just said, I believe that they would be much better off for where they are. But at the end of the day, 
there's sometimes that hard life lessons have to be learned through experiences. We, as a generation nowadays, we're very impatient with the access of technology, such as if you're listening to this. I absolutely love that you listen to this, and I thank you immensely. But the fact that you've been listening to this tells me that, you know, you have access to information that no one else has had in any other generation previous to us. We're one or two generations in from the invention of the internet. Think about that. What's making this possible right now is only one to two generations old. We'll be dinosaurs, and they'll be talking about this time. Man, it's a great time to be alive. Absolutely great time. Well, hey, if you have any questions, comments, you know, stuff that you want to talk about with basketball, if you want me to go more in-depth in shooting drills or footwork or anything, please leave a call in right now. Hit the little call-in button on the left-hand side, and I'll post it, good, bad, or indifferent, okay? It could be that you completely disagree with me. Awesome. I want to hear it. Now, who's going to go put in that hard work today? If you haven't already, who is going to put in that hard work? And who is going to suffocate the game when it comes time? Because remember... Basketball is a war. You know, we have a war going on. Well, guess what? We're preparing for war right now. So are you going to stockpile your weapons back? Or are you going to wait till the night before it happens? And then not have everything you need in order to really kill it out there. This is Barrett Matlock. Please follow me on Instagram. Matt Caddy with one T. And on Twitter, Matt Caddy with an underscore in between. It will be written down here in the description. Thank you very much. Grind today. Please leave a review if you listen to this on the podcast app. Uh, one star, that's great. If you want a five star or anything in between, that's even better. I appreciate you listening. Please, again, if you're on the Anchor app, Please leave a call in. Let me know what you want to talk about. I'll shout you out. doesn't matter anything. Anything. And if you're on the podcast app again, come on to the Anchor app. You can get it in real time where you can come interact with me and we can talk. You know, it's a vocal app and that's how this all works. And you can get live stream just right to me. Thank you.